Soul Mother. We are 20 episodes in to what's the crack. 20 episodes, son, my goodness. 20 episodes. The weeks are flying by. Yeah, I thought we were only doing 10. Well, the demand is there. People are enjoying <laughs> it. We're enjoying it. So why stop there? We didn't come this far to only come this far. That's my new quote. So if you are listening in, guys, as you know by now, because you have been listening for 20 episodes, of course, I'm Anton. And I'm Sherry Ann, Anton's mum. And you've completely taken out the shave and the bum part now, Mum. I'm really, well, I'm really I'm happy about hesitating. that. But maybe since Love Island's coming back on, I might get that track back out there. Yeah, Love Island is coming back on. Um, so I'm sure in a few weeks' time that'll be a very big topic of conversation for us. And the bum shaving will definitely come back up in topic for sure. And speaking of bum shaving, Mum, right... These travel restrictions, they've got to, they've got to change because my bum's getting a little bit hairy now and I need you out here to, to get a little trim. I told you to keep on top of it before it got hairy, hairy. But anyway, speaking of self-grooming and speaking of, you know, taking care of yourself and having this look, today's topic, self-acceptance. We had Rob in the show last week. Guys, if you didn't listen in, Rob was, or Rob is the world's strongest gay. That's his Instagram handle. And we had a great conversation with him last week about his struggles, about how he's came out as gay, how he's done all these amazing things that he is doing at the moment. And it got me and you talking, Mum, didn't we? We, we just loved his energy. We loved his, the way he is. And I've never actually, I think, spoke to anyone that has just accepted themselves for themselves. Well, I think with Rob, he gave me inspiration as well, Anton, because it'll not be long before I'm hitting the big six zero, And to have the knowledge and this inner contentment within himself at that age, that boy's going to go really far. And his energy is just absolutely amazing. So today, the topic self-acceptance, I think is absolutely fantastic. Me reaching this age as well, even at this age and stage of my life, there's certain areas I find it hard to accept myself. So what a great topic. Let's go for it, son. Yes, yeah, so myself and my mum were talking about this and we loved how inner content Rob is. And I think to a point, mum, myself and you, we have got that to a certain degree where we do accept ourselves in a lot of ways. We've got areas that we can both improve on. So I think today <laughs> what we're going to do is take our life's experiences and I've broke it down into four steps that I believe that you need to have that self-acceptance. And I'll be 100% honest with you guys that are listening just now. I'm not 100% there. I'm getting there. I'm probably 95% there with self-acceptance. But I definitely know what it takes to get that full inner contentment and become acceptant of yourself and alongside my mum's advice we're going to give you hours and we're just going to crack on with this podcast so self-expectance anton it is exactly expectance or acceptance acceptance sorry acceptance but as well self-expectance what you get i keep going back to it the day one podcast 
what you'll get, what you expect. 100%. So if you're not going to accept yourself, how do you expect anybody else to accept you? And I think that takes us into the first step that we believe, both of us, and we both spoke about this, is self-reflection. You need to have a meeting with yourself, as you always say to me. You need to... (laughs) Well, Anton, I remember the days you used to come in and your wee face would be tripping, and I'd say to you, Anton, what's wrong? Oh, mum, there's only 40 booked in tonight and the class is not full. And then you would start actually judging yourself and what you were doing and not accepting that other people have their lives and certain things going on and they couldn't maybe turn up because they had to pick up their child. But you actually, would did I do something wrong? Yeah, and it's funny that you say that, and that's going to bring us into one of our other points a little bit later on, but I had 40 people, and because it wasn't 50 and it was full, I was um, beating myself up. But when I first started the business and I had two people, I would have bit your hand off to have 40 <laughs> people at my class. I could only dream yeah. of having 40 people. So that's yeah. just a point we're going to get onto a little bit later on where we're going to talk about living in the moment. But back to self-reflection. So I think one of the first key points is reflecting on who you are. So is there things that, you know, that you like about yourself, that you don't like about yourself? And what things can you change and things you can't change? Because there is, there is things physically that you can't change about yourself and you just have to accept it. So for example, maybe birthmarks, maybe scars, things like that. There are certain things in our bodies that we can't physically change. So you need to then accept that for what it is. Well, when I was younger, growing up, Anton, if you're going back 50-odd years ago, going to school in Scotland, yep. and we were actually, at that time where we stayed, there was only two other families that were... Um, mixed race. Mixed race. I was trying to look for the word, because these days, if you say what we said... In their days, it's... Yeah, you have to be careful of what you're saying. Yeah, totally. Anyway, when I was younger, there was only, where we stayed, another two multicultural families there. Yeah. And people looked at the colour of my skin and saw me as different. Yeah. But I accepted. They told me, you know, you're big... Yeah, they made racial comments towards you. You got quite a lot. Anyway, my mum used to say Sophie Lorraine in the days was a big beauty queen and um, actress. And your granny used to say, Sherry Ann, your big rubber lips are beautiful. And I started to accept, no matter what anybody said about me, I tried to reverse that. I'm strong-minded that way as well, Anton. But if somebody yeah, tries to bring me down, it just fires me up. Well, I think what the mentality we sort of have is uh, what's more boring than being normal anyway? There's nothing more boring than being normal or the same as everyone else. But going back to what you were saying there, I know where you're going with this because you've told me this story several times. So people would go on about your lips being big, 
you colour of your skin. And what's so ironic these days is people go for their sunbeds, people use the Milano tan, they tan themselves, and they what what else do they do, Mum? They get uh, lip fillers in. So all these things that were so negative back in your day, everyone wants now and everyone's trying uh-huh. to do. So that is a total great example of accepting that you are different and it just shows you like later down the line maybe people will actually follow first they laugh then they follow yeah and that's yeah. that's 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 what happens you know so yeah that's definitely one thing so that's the kind of thing that we're talking about when we want to talk about the fact that there is things in your your body you can't change let's talk about other things that you can't change so going back to last week sexuality for example, and this this goes to anyone listening in that is going through a stage in their life where they're unsure about their sexuality, they're unsure about, you know, what way they're going, and they're scared to talk about it. At the end of the day, you can't change how you feel. And there is nothing wrong with the way you feel as well. That's the way you're being born. That's what you feel. And you need to go with that and just embrace yourself. Like Rob spoke about last week, he was trying so hard to fit in. And all he was ever doing was draining himself. Yeah, making myself so unhappy. Absolutely, Anton. And I mean, I even done it when I was younger with other things. I mean, on another note, I would do things where when I first got my business, I'd buy myself a nice car. I'd buy myself the designer clothes. I would do all these things that I was doing, not for me, to show other people how well I was doing for myself. Well, that's what I'm saying, Anton. You actually went through a stage where you were actually wearing so many brands in your body. I think you forgot your own name and who you were. A hundred percent. Do you know what's actually quite funny, speaking of brands and obviously speaking about the sort of sexuality topic and that, I'll always remember, Mum, years ago in Lanzarote, remember we met the gay couple over there. I yeah. can't remember their names now. And, um, I, I mean, I've always been very, very... I mean, we were brought up as human beings or humans at the end of the day. I've never had... Uh, sort of racist bone in my body, a homophobic bone in my body. It's just not the way we are. Humans are humans and that's it. So I've always just accepted people on face value. And, uh, you know, to the point where, I mean, even these these gay guys that I was with, I'd be hugging them and like I would do with my normal friends because it's never something that I would look at. Just because they're gay doesn't mean they fancy me or they see me in a certain way. We're just humans. So why treat them any differently? So anyway, going back to this conversation, I got very close with these gay guys, if you remember, and this yeah. couple. And um, I'll always remember... <laughs> oh, that we was had a great convers- holiday, Anton. Great holiday, great holiday. That was oh, great oh, with oh, guys. Oh, that was a great... <laughs> Let's not go into too much detail about that uh, well, holiday. Look, don't, I'm surpri- don't. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised you came back with a wally. <laughs> like most holidays. But anyway, yeah, I was talking to this couple and it was funny because they were saying, do you know what? I really don't get homophobic guys. It says they make all these comments about people being gay, yet they wear a gay man's brand and a gay man's name around their waistline. Calvin Klein. (laughs) So they, they physically wear a gay man's name across their waistline. And they're like, what could be more gayer than that? The fact that you're actually wearing, you know, a gay man's name above your waistline. So I thought, do you know what? That is so interesting. It's funny when you think about it. Uh Uh-huh. 
it's ignorance as well, Anton. Real just totally ignorance. Who are we to blow against the wind, son? Oh, I, I, I'm blown against the wind with stuff like that because at the end of the day, there's no need for it and this is what's wrong with our society is, is people just aren't kind. And if everyone was just kind and just treated everyone the way they wanted to be treated, the world would be a better place. But anyway, pulling it back... So these are the type of things that you can't, with self-reflection, these are the type of things that you can't change because it's a, it's a physical thing. It's a, you, you can't physically change these things. So you have to then accept it. And like you, you, know, like you said, when you were younger, you accepted who you were because you couldn't change it. And that's it. Well, it's like taking your imperfections, Anton, looking at what you think and perceive and taking your imperfections which actually makes you... Unique. Yeah. Yeah, so it's totally your outlook to something, 100%. It's a glass half full, it's a glass half empty, it's one of them. But with self-reflection as well, there is a lot of things you can change. So, I mean, for example, if someone's overweight, they'll constantly say, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. You're not fat, you're just carrying fat. That's it. You can get rid of that if you want to get rid of that. Yeah. So there is certain things that we can change if we're not happy. So there, they're carrying yes. fat and they choose to be fat. Yes. Nobody shoves food down anybody's throat, do they? No. Nope. Make you eat a chocolate bar and make you drink that nope. glass of wine. We choose. No. Nope. So then if you choose to have that chocolate bar every single night of the week and that wine or whatever and you're putting on the weight yep that's been your choice yeah and if you're enjoying that chocolate bar and wine or whatever it may be you've made the choice to enjoy it so but what you maybe are not enjoying is seeing the weight piling up there exactly but you've got to accept that there's a process to everything and health and keeping yourself right and eating right. You choose to have that glass of wine and that chocolate and you see the weight piling on. I'm, I'm actually describing my, myself the now, Anton, yep. and how yep. I feel and learning to accept it instead of beating myself up. If that's what you want to do and you enjoy, I know you've we've had several conversations and I'm like, Mum, what are you doing? Like you know, you're piling on the weight. And I know, guys, that might sound a little bit harsh, but me and my mum have got that relationship. She would say the same to me if I was, you know, we we're honest with each other. If you can't be honest with your family, who else can you be honest with at the end of the day? And I'll tell my mum if I feel she's putting on weight and what she's doing, but she says, you know what, son? I'm enjoying my comfort just now. I don't have you. I'm getting into bed with your dad. We're taking in some sweets. <laughs> we're having a glass of wine and I enjoy it. And if you enjoy that and you enjoy that more than looking a certain way, good on you. Let's get it on. Oh, let's get it on. Oh wow. <laughs> Mum, the only thing you'll be get the only thing you'll be getting on is the chocolate bar in your mouth, that's it. But yeah, listen, that's exactly what self-accepting comes down to. Is that chocolate bar more important to you than looking good? Or is looking good to you more important than that chocolate bar? So that's what comes down to the self-acceptance and what is more important. And your life. And and when you're talking about looking good, you know, for yep. who? For what? For who's it for? I know that I'm piling on the weight, but I'm still clean. And I'll get to a certain point where I will choose to stop that once I've scunnered myself. 
that's exactly it. And who are we to say whether fat, thin, you know, like we spoke about, black, white, whatever you want to call it, gay, straight, is right or wrong? It's whatever makes you happy and what makes you happy in your life. And that's what you need to do, guys. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about that self-reflection as well. So you need to weigh up what's good for you and what makes you happy and what doesn't. And that, really that's, that's one of the examples. And so on how you feel exactly. and what makes you, what satisfies your soul. Yep. So that's that's step one that we believe to, to self-acceptance is self-reflection. You need to reflect on yourself, know who you are and accept who you are, first of all. So that's self-reflection. So secondly, mum, not comparing yourself. Don't compare yourself to others. And we all do it in this day and age. There's been something that's been going about, so people are constantly comparing themselves to influencers, they've been comparing themselves to celebrities. I mean, yeah. people think in this day and age, if they don't have a big house, a certain car by the time they're 21, that they're not succeeding in life, you know? But there was something, funnily enough, that was going around social media in the last few weeks. And it was an influencer mum, right? And basically what she did was she was caught sitting in an economy in a plane and she went into the first class section to get a photo for her Instagram <laughs> and then went back and sat in an economy and she was caught doing this. And it just shows you that whatever you see on Instagram or social media, it may look like this person's living a certain life, but nine times out of ten, they aren't. And that makes you feel bad about yourself because you think you should be living that life that they're not even living anyway. Well, I remember years ago when we were growing the business and money was really tight at the time and shops like Aldi's and Lidl's came up and with me being part cook as well, when I Lidl's, they had a lot of continental meats and breads and whatever. So, but if you were to go into Lidl's because it was... Cheaper, technically. Cheaper, yeah. Yep. So I, I don't know if you remember, but I had a friend yep. who used to take Marks and Spencer. <laughs> Marks and Spencer's bags. Bags into Lidl's because she didn't want to come out with a Lidl's bag. I just thought this was hilarious. Oh, it's, it's crazy, like, it just to, for other people. When the bottom line is, um, you told me that years ago when you used to work in the chicken factory, that you're packing the same chicken for all Absolutely. the different stores anyway, whether it's yeah. going to Marks and Spencer's or Lidl, for example. So it's crazy. So it's, it's kind of funny because it's funny when I was younger as well and I started doing my shopping and I was going to Tesco, I was going to Sainsbury's, I was doing the organic thing and whatnot. And you're like, Anton, how much are you spending on your shopping a week? And I told you it was like, I think it was like £100 or something. Uh, about 150 quid for one person. Whatever it was. And I was like, no, oh, it's fine. And you were like, nah, go to Lidl. You'll get all the same stuff for a quarter of the price. And I says, mum, I'm not rocking up to Lidl in my Porsche. <laughs> like. And you're like, son, get off your high horse. And I never, ever got it at that time. And then when I came out of Love Island, I don't know why things just in my head, I just had a different perception to everything, whether it's getting older, whether it's seen a lot of the fake life more so or been more exposed to it I don't know but where do I go shopping now? Little and I don't care and if anything more people know me now yeah. than the, ever before and they see me shopping there but I don't need to justify myself by 
going to a different supermarket or wearing certain clothing. Put it this way, Anton, people that don't want to go out there and get a bargain, I mean, why pay 50 pence for, let's say, for talking, sake an onion, when you go into somewhere else and pay £1.50 yeah. and it's the same onion? Yeah, and arguably, to be honest, the meats and everything are actually better <laughs> than Lidl anyway, arguably. <laughs> By the way, I'm not sponsored by Lidl, guys. I'm just I'm just stating facts, you know. But if you do go to Lidl, you can use discount code Anton20. No, I'm only kidding on. I'm only kidding on. Hey, Anton, stop messing. Anyway, let's pull, but sorry. Let's pull it back. So obviously not comparing yourself we're talking about here. So with the world we live in right now as well, even on social media, people are posting these perfect relationships. Or people are watching Love Island, for example, and they think they're seeing, I mean, mum, my first, one of my first dates in Love Island was a helicopter, a helicopter date. I mean, how do you top that in the real world? How is that for a young person watching Anton and Belle going in a helicopter, landing in this beautiful spot and having a picnic dinner? And that's what these people are, comp- I mean, that's what these people are wanting from the first dates and they're wondering why the relationships aren't working when the guy's yeah. picking them up and taking them to McDonald's drive through. Yeah. When they've just watched Love Island. Well, not they're, exactly, they're, they're, Anton, but we get the point. But, yeah, they're, they're like, what's going on? They, they expect to be, you know, have these type of dates that aren't even realistic for us even now, you know? So, yeah, I think that the world that we live in, people are always comparing themselves to other people because of social media, because of shows like Love Island and, and other shows. And, um, yeah, I think that what you really need to start focusing on is rather than comparing yourself to other people, comparing yourself to the person you were yesterday or last year and trying to better that. Just take the words compared out completely. You don't compare yourself to anybody. Now that I'm starting to realise, you look at your own situations, Anton, and make the best and accept, get back to the acceptance of where you are, your environment, your situation, whatever it may be, and you've got to accept that and make the best of it. Now, I was listening to, what's his name, Matthew McConaughey, and he was saying that, you know, at a certain stage of fame, that he absolutely lost who he was, and he kept on running away to all these retreats. And it ended up that everywhere he went, he still wasn't any happier. He thought the grass was greener somewhere else. And what he came to realise... It was the company he was keeping, was himself. He was the common denominator there. He was actually running away from himself. And when he learned to accept, not to compare himself with other actors and try to be better or constantly do better, he's now got to a stage that he's accepted that the only person he was running away from was himself because that inner contentment wasn't there. He wasn't feeling who he was. Yeah. And I suppose that takes you up to being in the moment and enjoying your goals or what you're doing and enjoying yep. that journey instead of try to get to the finish line. Totally. So that's that's going into our, our, our third step that we spoke about, which is living in the moment, learning to live in the moment because... Nowadays, we're always chasing that car. Once I have that car, my life will be great. Once I have that money, my life will be great. Once I have that body, my life will be great. And then you get there 
and then you want more. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with having goals and ambitions, but you need to enjoy the process along the way because if you don't, then what's the point in life? And I think that what's quite sad when I go out now, and again, it brings us back to, to obviously social media and things like that as well, when you see people bringing out meals, for example, at a table, they're sitting. And what's the first thing people always do is video it and post it on Instagram. And it's like, who are you doing that for? Like, who are you actually doing that for? Is it just to show other people? You went through a wee face like that yourself, son. Yeah, of course, I've been there. But really, since I've came off Love Island and I've had more of a reason to post things, I don't because I don't need to show everyone what's going on in my life and I don't feel like I need to. And I don't want to. Well, that's you you are definitely partly there. You're starting to learn that yeah. complete self-acceptance. And it's good that you can we can talk about this, but is it an aging stage that people go through at a certain age where because of all the social media that they can't accept themselves, they are always comparing? Yeah, of course it is. People people look to people like myself and think, oh, his life must be amazing. He's got a million followers. <laughs> he's He's got the body. He's this, he's that. Oh, listen, blow your own trumpet. Why don't you, Anton? Well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here. At, at the end of the day, I work for I work for my body. You know that I work very hard and I have mental yeah. battles every day to yeah. do that, which people aren't willing to do. I this is what we back. spoke about in the first. No, this is what we spoke about in the first part. I'm willing to make sacrifices in order for the way I look, and I have to go through certain battles every single day, as you know, to look the way I look. Are we doing sacrifice and making a choice? It's, it's both. I make a choice. To, I make choice. So my my long-term goals outweigh my short-term satisfaction, and that is my choice. People look at my life and they see the following, and they see the way I look body-wise, which I obviously work really hard towards, and they think my life is absolutely amazing. It must be amazing. And I, I used to do the same. I used to look at people and go, oh, a million followers, that's amazing. I've got a million followers now. And I've posted less on Instagram than I've ever posted in my life, ever. Even before Love Island, I used to enjoy posting on social media. I used to post workouts. All my clients would see it. I didn't care about the engagement or anything like that. Now, if I just don't care to post anything because it doesn't make me happy. And I thought years ago that having all the followers and things would have made me happy. And it doesn't because that's external things that make you happy rather than internal things. And you need to find that inner contentment to make yourself happy rather than external. Yeah. Because it's, and it goes back to accepting yourself. It really does. So really, people are always looking at other people's lives and comparing their lives to them. And they're always trying to chase what others have got or they're always trying to chase towards a certain part rather than just enjoying the moment. It goes back to, I mean, one of one of my key things was when actually I was in Love Island, we never had a phone for nine weeks and it was the most therapeutic experience of my life. You would sit and you would just look into fields and everything would just be peaceful and you didn't know what was going on in the world, you didn't care what was going on in the world, you just lived in the moment and it was, it was so nice. So it was like when um, Craig David came into Love Island 
and you just enjoyed the moment and I just loved every second of it. I took it in to the point where I even got emotional and it was just one of the most amazing experiences of my life. So I think living in the moment is a real key part to self-acceptance. I think that really covers living in the moment. Basically, to summarise living in the moment, not always chasing the next thing. Try enjoying the process going along the way. And that is a very hard thing to do as well, especially when you're ambitious and, and we find that difficult. And yeah, it's great to have your goals and your dreams, but you need to really enjoy the process along the way. So I think that's key. And one step to doing that, which takes us into the final step, is really gratitude. And we are, I mean, we've, we've spoken about gratitude a lot, and we do, but it's the key to life, Mum. It's the key, it's to, key life. to life. But you know there, Anton, I can be really, what's the word, son, where I believe in it, but sometimes I don't always do it. Practice it. I, I, and I know that I should. And we shouldn't beat ourselves up about that. We we speak about the fact that we do do our gratitude and nine times out of ten we maybe do, but we don't do it all the time. And I think your motivational speakers and other people out there, all these motivators will say they do it every day, they do this, they do that. They don't. I'll tell you right now, they don't. They have bad days as well, and that's okay. Yeah. But the key is to be grateful nine times out of ten. Try and do it nine times out of ten. Have your gratitude. Because sometimes it is hard to see the good in things when certain things happen to you. You've just found out your mum has terminal cancer. You've just found out that someone's died. All these things happened. It's very hard to find gratitude in the moments and time in your life. Yeah. Well, you know, Anton, over the last probably 20 years, I've lost a lot of close people between, yeah. um, you know, my brother and my mother and my father, best friends, and yes, sometimes at those times when I'm feeling lost, yep. I start thinking about these friends and then I start going into that. Why did that happen? Why are they not here? But really, that's me thinking about my feelings and how I can knock that gratitude out the door very quickly. And then I try to pull it back. So I'm constantly trying to pull that, you know, well, I should be grateful because I knew that person and I knew them for that amount of time and try to be grateful for that time, yeah. that moment. Yeah, exactly. And try and look at it from a different point of view. And that's that's key. Uh -huh. Going back to gratitude in general, you can always find something you're grateful for. Always. I mean, the fact you can see, the fact you can walk, the fact you can hear. I mean, I'm going to be... I'm sounding like a total hypocrite at the minute because, as you know, Mum, and I've had certain bad days in the last few weeks, as just you're doing. I'm not, I've not been myself. I'm going to interrupt you and stop you there, Anton. Your bad days have been because of outside influences. Yep. That you've let drain your energy. So that's it there when we go back to self-acceptance because... Whatever situation you are and you have that perception of that situation, you should be really in control of that gratitude and don't let that person's attitude take away your good gratitude. Yep. And it's what we just spoke about. I mean, it's easily, it's easy to say, yeah, let's do that and constantly do it. But 
it's easier said than done sometimes. And like I said, guys, we're not here to sit and lie to you. We're always 100% honest with you. And we do all have our bad days, and that's okay. So what I was getting to my point there was that, obviously, I was feeling a certain way. I did lose a sense of gratitude in a lot of ways. And then I was moving in apartments, and... I'd put together some clothes, so you probably know, guys, I get sent a loads of clothes all the time, and there was a lot of clothes that I'd had that I'd maybe only wore a few times, and I was moving apartment, and I thought, do you know what? I get clothes sent to me every month. I'm going to leave some clothes. But Anton, you do that all the time. Yeah, I do, and I give my clothes to people, and I do do certain things like that a lot, but there's been certain times over here, I've just been so self-absorbed, if I'm honest, with my diet, with trying to get everything together over here that I've not I've not gave back to the community and gave back the way I usually would. So my point of that story was, yeah, I left some clothes and the cleaner came in and I've never seen someone so happy. They was like, my kids will love this. I'll never forget you, sir. And he was just so grateful. And I just thought to myself, how horrible a person am I in the sense that I'm feeling sorry for myself. I'm feeling bad about certain days because maybe, you know, the electricity never went through as quick as it should have went through for the gym or certain things never happened or certain deals never happened and this and that. And there's this guy that's just so grateful for being able to have clothes, something that I would have chucked away. It was like something new to him and he was so grateful for it. And it, it just gave me that sense of... Humble, Jason. Humble, Yeah, you. totally. Totally. It just gave me that back when I thought, you know what? And I, what did I say to you, Mama? I says, what, every day now, I'm going to do something something nice for someone every, every day. Every single something. day. And, I mean, it was as simple as the other day I drove in from the the gym and we're in the car parks and I mean guys if you live in London or when it gets hot in the summer you'll know how hot the underground gets imagine how hot it gets in the car parks over here when you're 49 degrees and they don't have aircon and there's these guys that have to sit there and just you know wash cars or whatever it may be so I drove in and I basically seen one of the guys and I gave him a bottle of water. I drove back out and got him some a sandwich and got him some food and he was just so grateful for it. And you know what? That's having a sense of gratitude and realising that there is always someone that's worse off than you. There's always someone that's worse off than you. And yeah, you might be going through a challenging time in your life, but if you give to others, giving is one of the best parts of best parts of life giving so much better than receiving and um, yeah just it brought me back down to earth a little bit I've probably you've probably noticed within the next last few days mum I've been like a, a completely different person but yeah it's going back to what is maybe rubbish to you one man's rubbish is another man's treasure Anton yeah you and your dad used to go on all the time about how much money every week that I spend on feeding the birds and all the animals that come into the garden, the birds, the squirrels, the badger I've got, my face. Well, I know I've you got. would you would bum I've got I'd a duck island on my magpies. I would cook my salmon for the week. <laughs> and then I'd wonder where half it went and you fed it to the birds. Salmon. <laughs> but what is it you always said, Mum? What is it you always said about feeding Feeds your animals? And be fed. When you feed others, there always there's always something. I remember as well when you were still in your pram, and I was absolutely skinned, Anton. I had about two pounds in my purse. 
But what I always did make sure was there was always food in the fridge and I always had petrol in the car in case of any emergencies. But I only had £2 left. And it was a beautiful day and I said to your dad, come on, let's go a wee run in the car. And your dad said, oh, I'm not going out, we've not got any money, blah, blah. I says, come on, we've got petrol in the car, let's go for a wee run. So we went a wee run into Glasgow and I had um, your bottle and your dad says, oh, I'm hungry, come on, we'll get back. I says, why don't we get a wee bag of chips between the two years? He says, don't be so silly. You want to spend two pounds in a bag of chips? So I jumped out the car. I said, just let me go and get a bag of chips. I think it was about 120 or something. So I ended up going, instead of into the chip shop, I went into the shop next door, bought a scratch card, Anton. Bought a scratch card and scratch 50 quid. So... With your dad sort of complete, we're not going out, we can't do that, you've not got enough money. And then in the morning as well, my God, do you have to spend that kind of money in feeding these? But you're feeding birds and you're doing this and feeding everybody else. But look how it came back, right back. Yeah. And you so were I never got a bag, a bag of chips, I got a fish she supper. I got a fish supper. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I think that kind of sums up everything that we believe that is the the way to achieving self-acceptance. And I think we've been 100% honest with everyone. So let's just summarise that, Mum. Self-reflection, first and foremost. So looking yeah. at yourself, what can you change? What can you not change? The things that you physically can't change, accept. You need to accept it. Yeah, absolutely. See it as whatever makes you unique. Don't compare yourself to others. So don't look at life, social media, whatever it may be, celebrities. Don't compare yourselves to other people's lives because nine times out of ten, their life isn't as good as what it looks anyway. They're hiding behind, aha. Uh -huh. They're hiding. No one ever really posted a bad day in social media. Point three, living in the moment. So enjoying the process as well. As you're building your empire or whatever you're working towards, try and enjoy it. Stop chasing Yes, have your goal in mind, but don't chase and only focus on that and not enjoy it along the way. Because if you don't enjoy it along the way, once you get to the goal, you'll have another goal and then it'll just be the same process. So you'll never enjoy your life. So try and enjoy living in the moment. And lastly, of course, gratitude. Simple as try every day to write down five things that you are grateful for. Five things. And make it different every day. Okay, you give me your five things you're grateful for, Anton, right now. Okay, so I'm so grateful for everyone listening into this podcast every week. Oh, that's nice, son. I'm grateful for my mum. That's nice. I'm grateful for my dad. I'm grateful for the fact I can see, I can walk, I can hear. The fact that I live in a beautiful country. That's just off the top of my head straight away. There is always something you can be grateful for, guys, and no matter what. And, um, yeah, just try and focus on that. And the times that you should really focus on it is the times that things aren't going right in your life. That's the four key steps to self-acceptance that we believe. So, guys, thank you, as always, for listening in. I am truly grateful. See what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> truly grateful that you are listening in. Hopefully, that gives you a head start to accepting yourself for who you are and just living a better life. On next week's show, 
we will be talking at Love Island. We plan on getting a Love Island guest on. And yeah, if you can let us know through Instagram. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, it's a surprise because we don't even know who it is yet. <laughs> Surprise, so, surprise. So, um, so, yeah, guys, if you are listening in, make sure you comment on Instagram, send us a little DM, let us know who you would like to see on the show. And, you know, I've got a few contacts for Love Island. We'll, we'll make it happen. So, anyway, on that note, guys, thank you for listening in, and I will speak to you all next week. All I'll finish off with is accept to year and look at what we can do and not what we can't do. And in that note, I'm Sherry Ann, and I'm out.